There are three common mistakes that new and intermediate flippers make, and even advanced flippers make these mistakes sometimes, that result in losing money on deals. On today's video, find out what they are and how to avoid them so you always make a profit coming up. Go to 8weekacademy.com to claim your free copy of Jerry Norton's most popular training. In it, he reveals his blueprint for making $100,000 per year with real estate. If you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton, and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for almost 18 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country, and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you want to learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Warren Buffett, arguably one of the greatest investors of all time, was once asked how he has consistently done so many profitable deals. His answer was that he follows two basic rules. Maybe you've heard this. Rule number one, don't lose money. And rule number two, remember rule number one. Sounds pretty simple and rather obvious, but how do you apply these two rules when flipping houses and not lose money? Well, what most people don't know is Warren Buffett's mentor, Benjamin Graham, taught a principle that Warren Buffett lives by called the margin of safety. It means when doing a deal, you build in extra room or margin in case the return on investment isn't as expected. Warren Buffett once said, you leave yourself an enormous margin of safety. You build a bridge that a 30,000 pound truck can go across, and then you drive 10,000 pound trucks across it. That is the way I like to go across bridges. So let's discuss specifically how to create a margin of safety when flipping houses so you never lose money and always make a profit. When looking at a potential deal before making an offer and entering into a contract, one of the very first things to determine is the after repair value or ARV. The ARV is the price you think the home will sell for later after it's fixed up. ARV is determined by looking at recent comparable home sales in that area called comps. And therein lies the first most common mistake flippers make, and that is using the wrong comps and overinflating the ARV of the subject property. For example, you go with an ARV of let's say 385,000, when in reality, the ARV is only 350,000. That misjudgment of 35,000 could be your entire profit on the deal and then some. It's common for flippers to just choose comps that are better in features and location or to only look at really high comps and overlook the lower comps. It requires a completely objective viewpoint to only look at relevant comps that are similar in features and in the same neighborhood. Smart investors create a margin of safety by gathering a range of relevant comps and staying in the middle when choosing ARV. So for example, if you gather six relevant comps and the highest comp sold for 400,000 and the lowest comp sold for 350,000, a margin of safety would be to conservatively use 375,000 as the ARV instead of 400,000. Maybe if everything goes perfectly, you get 400,000, but just in case that you only get 375,000, having a margin of safety allows you to still make money on the deal. The second most common mistake flippers make is they underestimate the cost of repairs. Just like with ARV, in order to calculate a good buy price, you need to accurately estimate how much the repairs are gonna be. Currently, as of this recording, with a hot real estate market and a general shortage in labor and materials combined with inflation, prices keep going up 
making it really difficult to predict with certainty what it will actually cost to renovate. This is one of the biggest challenges for flippers right now. Estimating that the rehab will cost $25,000 and then in actuality it costs $40,000 can drastically cut into profits. While that can happen to anyone, smart flippers make it a habit to learn what it costs to rehab a house. They get multiple bids to learn the going prices for things. And what I do is I always do a comparison between my projected cost per item and then the actual cost per item. That way I know where to adjust and I continually get better at projecting cost. This helps me get better estimating repairs on new projects. To help you learn how to do a comparison, I did a video where I went over budget on a rehab and on that video I break down what I projected each item of the rehab would cost and then what it actually cost and I show you ways to get better at projecting cost of repairs. Now I'll put the link to that video in the description box below and you can check it out later. And I'll also share my knowledge base with you. If you'd like to get my personal rehab checklist, which has all of the possible items on a rehab with current updated unit pricing, I'll give it to you for free. I'll put the link to that in the description below for you. All I ask in return is you leave a comment and say, thank you, Jerry, for the free rehab checklist. You are a flipping genius. But even if you're using accurate pricing, there are always unforeseen things that come up when rehabbing houses. It's the nature of the beast. To create a margin of safety, I typically add 10% to my overall rehab budget just to account for those unforeseens. I'd rather project the rehab a little higher at 55,000, let's say, and it comes in 5,000 under, than budget the project at 40,000 and it goes over budget 10,000. It's all about creating a margin of safety. Okay, the third most common way to lose money flipping is to underestimate how long it takes to fix up and flip a house. Either the rehab takes longer or the time on the market for sale takes longer or both. When that happens, the cost of capital can eat away at the profit. I recently did a deal that I factored would take about six months to flip that actually took 12 months. Now the additional six months of paying interest on the fix and flip loan to a hard money lender chewed up a significant amount of my profit. Right now, I'm currently way past my original projected completion dates on every single one of my flips. Especially in today's market where materials are on back order and contractors are extremely busy, you need to build in a much longer time frame to create a margin of safety. I'm currently adding 35 to 40% more time to be in my deals. Now, once the market slows up, I'll adjust that, but the reality is that's the market we're in. And once you're realistic about the ARV, the cost of repairs, and the time frame to do the deal, the best way to create a margin of safety as a flipper is to only do deals following the 70% formula. The 70% formula means that you wanna be all in on the deal with the purchase and repairs at 70% of the ARV. The 30% gross margin gives you 15% to cover closing fees and financing, and it gives you a 15% budget for profit. That 15% profit gives you a very healthy margin of safety, so if and when things don't go as planned, you end up not making as much money as originally projected instead of losing money. For example, let's say that you have a deal with a $425,000 ARV. A 15% margin is $63,750. So if everything goes to plan and you hit all the numbers, you would make a profit of $63,750 on that deal. But what if everything doesn't go to plan? What if it sells for $15,000 less than you expected and the rehab goes over $15,000 and it takes you longer and your financing costs you $5,000 more? If that were to happen, then instead of making $63,750 in profit, 
you would only make $28,750 in profit. Well, that would suck to screw up, but at least you're still making money on the deal. Now, what if you don't follow the 70% formula and instead you go into the deal to make, let's say, $25,000 without any margin of safety? Well, if the same thing happens and it sells for $15,000 less and the rehab goes over $15,000 and your financing is $5,000 more, then instead of making a $25,000 profit, you would lose $10,000. Listen, here's the thing. The reason why many new and intermediate flippers lose money is because the flipper gets excited about the prospect of getting a deal and then looks at it with rose-colored glasses. Getting emotionally attached to the deal prevents them from being objective and unbiased and often results in only seeing what they want to see. I've done that before too. You find a good deal where the owner is open and willing to sell and you're so excited that you want the deal to work so badly that you convince yourself it's a deal and out of a fear of missing the deal, you go with an overly optimistic ARV or you underestimate the repairs and how long it will take. In other words, you lie to yourself to force the deal to work. Successful real estate flippers follow the numbers and they leave the emotion out of the equation. It's easy to get excited about a property. Don't ever say it has so much potential. Who cares? What are the numbers? Once you become emotional about a property, your judgment is biased and you start justifying why you should go out of formula. Creating a margin of safety is not easy. It means you have to have the discipline to walk from deals that don't work, that are close, but not in formula. It means you have to work harder to find good deals. It means you have to make more offers and ultimately do fewer deals. But I firmly believe it's better to do fewer deals with higher profit margins than do more deals with lower profit margins. My goal is to always make money even when the deal goes bad. One way that has helped me pick winner deals is to have an abundance mindset. I believe I deserve to make a profit. And if a deal doesn't work out, it's okay because there is another deal waiting for me right around the corner. The opposite of an abundance mindset is a scarcity mindset, which is a belief that there may not be another deal, so I better take this deal even though it's out of formula. Now, I did an entire video dedicated to understanding and applying abundance and overcoming scarcity. It's actually one of my favorite videos, so watch that video now. And if you wanna make more money and less time flipping houses so you can live your dream life, don't forget to subscribe to my channel with over 750 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.